Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Quick update for you regarding all retreats for 2020. You guys, space is limited and retreats are going fast. Check out my website, www.elisesnipes.com backslash weekends or backslash retreats to learn more. There are going to be three retreats this year, one in North Carolina, one in Austin, Texas, and one in Bali, Indonesia for 2020. Would love to have you join me. Check out those links. You can also check out the show notes so we can stay more connected. Okay. Um, Today's first taboo (laughs) podcast episode, and we're talking about money. We're talking about money because it's weird and awkward and yet necessary. And so I have my friend Lauren Mochizuki with me today in the trailer. Hi! (laughs) So happy to be here. (laughs) And we're just going to be two girls sitting here trying to understand one, Lauren's journey and what she has done specifically with money and debt and her family and just the practical tools. Um, And then I'm going to do my best just kind of ask questions and help us figure out why it's so weird and why it's so taboo and charged. So... Mm. Lauren, would you mind just maybe introducing yourself real quick, letting us know part of your journey and like maybe why I'd want you here? <laughs> okay, so um, so I'm Lauren. I am married to Kyle. I'm a nurse. He's a fireman. And I, I'll just go into how this all started. So what happened was one day my husband came home and he was talking to some friends that were doing radical things to pay off their debt. And he said, hey, Lauren, I think we should one... Uh, go in a budget and two pay off our debt now at the time I was completely shocked by this because we were not living a life that was that looked anything like what his what his vision was for us so I mean at the time I seriously wanted to karate chop him in the face (laughs) just one swift like boom right there Because I, I felt, I, I actually kind of felt um, a little offended. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, I don't want to go in a budget. Totally. The thing is, I had this misconception at the time that budgets meant that you can't spend money, mm-hmm. that you can't have fun. Mm-hmm. I thought, great. Now Kyle's going to watch everything that I buy. He's going to tell me I can't do this and can't do that. Well, you know, along the journey, I've obviously learned that that is so far from the truth. But... This was how it all started. And walking away from that conversation, I was just like, I didn't give him an answer. We kind of left it (laughs) open-ended and he he didn't, he wasn't, you know, mean. He didn't try to bully me into it. He asked lots of questions. Like, what do we want our life to look like when we have kids? You know, how is that going to be? Are you going to work? He just left me thinking about all these big life things that, to be honest, I hadn't thought about. We had been married for just two years at the time. So I thought about it. 
for probably a few weeks. Okay. I want to say maybe two weeks, I decided, you know what? He's right. And I'm really glad that he gave me that time and space. Yes. Because had he not, had he tried to force me and change, as you and I both know yeah. as health, yeah. healthcare professionals, <laughs> you cannot make someone change. Yeah. That, you know, they have to want it inside themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And only until then will change happen. Totally. So then that's when the journey began. (laughs) So fast forward me for one thing. Tell me the total number of debt you guys have paid down till today. Okay. So so today actually, uh, at the time, we had paid off $266,000 of debt in 33 months. Okay. $266,000 of debt in 33 months. It was wild. Let's just take that for a second. That's a shit ton of everything. Like <laughs> everything. Like debt and work and mm, effort. Everything. And in fact, just until, you know, just until recently, probably a year ago, we didn't tell anyone okay. how much debt we paid off. Oh. We kept that to ourselves. And also, um, why? Just until, well, because when you, it's weird talking about money. It can yeah. be strange. People don't do it. And I felt I was almost afraid of this judgment or, you know, it's very vulnerable to share numbers. Yes, it is. Now I feel like I'm coming into this knowing that if you don't talk about numbers, then I feel like you're at a disadvantage because then you can't learn anything by having these important, tough conversations. Mm. But I felt afraid of being judged. Yep. This is, I think there's like a big parallel here. Part of that is when we don't know about something or there's mm-hmm. shame attached and also money can represent like power sometimes uh-huh. like like you hinted at the sense of like well is he look at what i'm spending or there's this and there's this judgment that we associate to it yes so then we can go into hiding right, right. Like, exactly i'm not gonna tell anybody about this right. or that right and then nothing changes exactly yeah exactly yeah and so it was really it was really important that we um for me, I actually came to this place where I was like, you know what? We did this big journey. Yeah. And also up until recently, I could barely talk about it without bursting into tears. Oh. Just because oh, it was cool. such a it was such a special time in our life. Like our marriage transformed. Yeah. I, I transformed. Like I can say confidently that I'm a completely different Chills person. Right now. Yeah. You know, I don't think Cut the line. way that I used to. Yeah. And I what I realized is that, you know, time is the most precious commodity and I was sick of having all this debt hanging over me yes and having to spend all this time paying it back yep I just wanted to be done and so we did it dude <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, okay here's the things that are kind of surprising me right now one um that anytime we talk about one thing we're talking about many things mm-hmm. so we say we're talking about money but there's also shame there's also power there's also like what does it say about me? So yes. there's identity wrapped in. What will others think? Right. So we're social. Um, mm-hmm. But what you said that you're a different woman, it's like... Completely different. Yeah, so it's it's more than just money. It's more than money. You know, I, I knew what it was like to work hard, right? I went to nursing school. Mm-hmm. I took all the tests. I sat for the boards. But this, like, the drive and the passion that we had in order to achieve this huge goal, because I want to say, too, that... You know, we didn't have any hedge funds. You know, we didn't, we weren't gifted a ton of money. We are not rich. We are regular people that just worked for this big goal that we had. And I feel like so many people get discouraged Mm -hmm. by one, Mm -hmm. how much they make Mm -hmm. and two, by how much debt they have. And I, I can say that when you have a goal and you have a plan and you have the passion, you can do anything. I love it. 
you have to have that combination. You really have to have the um, the will and okay. the grit yep. to sustain it. Yep. You know? So there's what I here's what I like that you're saying, and that is we have to confront the fact that sometimes when someone just makes it that simple, like hey, you have to have a goal and mm-hmm. a plan, and then yes. you can do anything. Yes. What tends to happen is there's like this other ulterior voice that's either a doubter or like it's it's like a defector, right? Yes. That's like. Totally. Oh, no, you don't understand my debt, or I'm unemployed, or you don't understand this, right? Yes. And we start to dismiss that maybe it actually is just that simple. Right. Get the, set the goal. Make uh-huh. the plan. Yes. Do the damn thing. Right. Yeah. It's true. And it, it reminds me of that quote. I want to say it's Henry Ford that said it. He says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And it's true. <sighs> it's true. If, it if, is. If you're busy telling yourself or making up or, you know, having all these reasons or excuses, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're going to start to believe that. Right. But when you get into the headspace of, okay, I've got this plan, I've got these tools, I've got all these things in motion. Right. And then that, when you start getting in motion and that momentum, that's when you feel really excited that you can do it. Yeah. You know? Uh, The the part for me too, when I think about like the defector is kind of like, like, well, then why not just try Right. right. Like see. Yes. Maybe to see what would happen if you set the goal and made the, and stuck to the plan, actually did it. Yes. Then decide whether it's for you or not, or if you're going to defect or not or whatever. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is being that person that is going to, being the kind of person that does what they say they're going to do. Yeah. You, you're creating this plan. Well, now I'm choosing that, one, I'm going to be the kind of person that is going to finish things. I set out to do mm-hmm. this. I'm going to finish it. But also... You know, we transformed into people who weren't just saving. We became savers. We weren't just paying off the debt and going through the motions of working. No, we became people that lived a debt-free life. Yep. We yep. our identities changed yep. completely. Yeah, that is that is transformation. You're right. There's a difference there. It, it wasn't just our. I mean, our habits definitely helped, and you know they they pushed us in that direction. But once we started believing and thinking like these people that we wanted to be. That's when it all yeah. happened. Yep. You know? It's interesting because like that's, I spent a lot of time like coaching people in that space, but mm-hmm. it's different. Not, it's not towards money, you know, it's towards themselves. Yes. And it is very much trying to take apart or dissect the cognitive influence, what I believe about myself. Uh, the other voices I've let be louder than my own, the ways in which I've been formed or imprinted oh, yes. and having to, you know, do some like Freudian, uh, Frankensteinian <laughs> experiment of taking that apart and then helping to reboot or replace yep. those core beliefs so that people can actually realize, you know, oh, I can. Yeah. This is me. Right. Yeah. It's Well, it's I can't more. imagine because you probably see or encounter a lot of people who have had, you know, maybe really difficult upbringings yeah. oh, or yeah. social situations mm-hmm. or, you know, like my parents, I, you know, God love them. They did the best that they could Mm -hmm. raising me, but I didn't learn a whole lot about money in particular from them. And so I feel like now coming into this generation, I'm excited. I've already started teaching my children Mm. about money to talk about it. You know, is that in the budget? I just think that the more it's a part of our regular conversation, the, the better. Oh, yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So tell us, tell us how, walk me through some of the how. Okay. So, um, so the how, so first, the first, one of the few first things that we had to establish was one, my husband and I were in it. We were in it to win it. I okay. know that sounds so, so ridiculous. I don't know, whatever, yeah. You know, but he was my accountability partner and we made this promise to each other that we're going to stick with this. And if we have problems and trust me, we did along the way, there were many <laughs> <Totally>. tears, <laughs> many times where he had to pick me up, 
you know, from the floor when I was just, just over it. But I think having that person, you okay. have to okay. nominate someone All right. that will hold you accountable to your goal. Should so, that be a per- your partner? Like if you're married? It, yes. Okay. Most definitely. Because my question to you is, um, or I guess it would be, you know, if your partner is not on board with this big radical thing that you're trying to do, yeah. you're fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. And I know that you cannot change people, but I would just say, you know, continue to have that conversation and do your best to get them on board okay. with you. Okay. I think you will be the most successful that way. Okay. Um, but if not, if you don't have a partner or a spouse, I would just say, um, have it be someone that you trust that will not enable you. Okay. You know, they have to be that person mm-hmm. that will say, you know, Elise. You went to Target the other day. I did. And, you know, you kind of blew your budget. I did. That's not okay. And Wait, were you there? You know? <laughs> Target probably told yeah. you what you needed. Yeah. I was like, I need that white salt. Oh, I, girl, I hear you. I, hard. I love Target. Trust me. I love Target. Side note, did you know that Target price matches Amazon.com? Target.com and many other retailers. I didn't. I appreciate that tip. That's yes. a good fun fact. That's okay. a little fun fact. Okay. Yeah. I want to get to the habit. Tell me, okay, for that information alone, do you have a website or a blog or something that people could just, if they're like, okay, just get me to the meat? Yes, I do. So uh, my blog is casamochi.com or you can just Google, you know, Lauren Mochizuki. Well, that's actually, my last name's kind of hard, but casamochi.com or you can follow me on Instagram, okay. that same handle, casamochi. And if people want, specific tools yes. that can help them. Yep. I have a little mini uh, mini finance boot camp, Perfect. a four-day uh, boot camp, and also a savings tracker that will help to keep them okay. on target with their savings goals and a couple other budgeting tools for free. Okay, good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link that as well in the notes um, and spell that out and all that good stuff. But if you're just like, oh, I need to just fast forward, just sign me up for the boot camp, then you can just do that. Yes. Um, okay, so take me back to the how. You need a partner. You need someone who's like in it to win it. Someone who's going to hold you accountable and not enable your me at Target. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk about the goal, mm-hmm. the plan, and the purpose. Kay. Okay, so, so we absolutely need these things. Okay. When you're thinking about your goal, I want you to think about what is what is the end game. You know, for us at that time, it was paying off our mortgage. Okay. So that was our goal. Um, and then, you know, with the time, you want to kind of make it align with some kind of a time goal as well. For us, yep. it was pay it off as soon as possible. Okay. Um, the other thing is you need to have a plan. How am I going to do this? So this is where it's going to vary from person to person to person. Our goal was, you know, our plan was everything extra at the end of the month, you know, we're working hard, yep. 50 to 100 hour work weeks is going to yep. be put towards our mortgage payoff. Okay. And then uh, your purpose. I feel like this is so important because it can be hard. Yeah. Change can be very, yeah, very hard. hard. So unless you have that purpose mm-hmm. to fall back mm-hmm. on or your your reason why, like, is it because... You want to spend more time with your children or your spouse. It's because you want to pursue your dream job. Yep. Whatever it is, you have to have that in the forefront of your mind at all times because you'll start to remember and imagine this life that you want. Yep. And then it'll keep you and, you know, propel you forward. I love that. Yeah. Returning to the why. That's like Simon Sinek's thing too, right? It's like find your oh, why. I, I haven't read that it's, There's so much like I parallel. I think anyone seeking change, whether uh-huh. that's like for money or for business or for personal growth or, uh-huh. or for in religion, anywhere, anytime we're trying to seek change, we are, we always come back to that. What's the goal? What's the plan? And what's the purpose? And we have mm. to come back to what is that internal space? Right. So you're I right. Read we, this book. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But okay. that, that may, that, that's very important. 
obviously, you know, for, for change. So the next thing, so now, so now we've kind of figured out our, our goal, our plan, our purpose. Now it's time to execute, okay. right? So what does the mechanics of that look like? So one of the first things you want to start to do is go on a budget. Now I know, like I said before, um, I had this misconception about budgets. I thought they were boring. I thought it, I couldn't spend any money. Limiting but comes I up want for me right away. People to know yeah. that it's exciting, okay. and it gives you permission to <laughs> okay. spend at Target at least. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun because what you can say. This is just a practical example. If you're sitting down um, with Jesse and having your budget meeting. Yeah. You can say, you know what, I actually need a couple new shirts and some new shorts or, you know, I want to buy a couple of things. Mm -hmm. Can we budget a little bit of extra money in my fun money? Yep. And then you guys talk about it and then you agree on an amount and then you are allowed to spend that money. Yep. And so I feel like just because you're on a budget doesn't mean that you have to just eat beans and rice and live this radical life that's dismal and boring. Yep. No, you can just plan things, be resourceful and allow for your dreams to happen along the way. Yeah, that's good because I'm super black and white when it comes to this. So uh-huh. I like when Jesse and I have conversations about budget, I'm like, okay, like honestly, like I am, I'm just going to eat oatmeal. Like it's, it's fine. <laughs> like I don't have a problem with that. Like this is the way it'll be, you know? And yeah. he like looks at me like, um, that is not life. Like we don't, we don't live, right. you know, in exactly. that way. So yes, it's. I, what I, I notice is that all my old instinct mm-hmm. comes up. All my old story comes back up, which is like deprivation. There won't be enough scarcity, yes. yep. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, yeah, I am just trying to notice. And I think if other people have their own core beliefs that emerge yes. through the topic of money, write them down, just notice them. Mm-hmm. You're not solving them, but just notice what right. is the fear? What's right. the fear associated to a budget, to the B word. Well, and I think that a lot of those reasons are reasons why people don't even start to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're afraid of all these things. But um, like a, a tip for when you're budgeting is, you know, be realistic. Don't be idealistic. Oh, God, Lauren, that's like my kryptonite. Like, <laughs> I live in idealism. That's like my land. <laughs> and Jesse lives in only realism. Oh, oh my that gosh. That sounds like me and my that's husband funny. Okay. very much. Oh, geez. Okay, so... So lower, if you're an idealist, come down. If yes. you're a realist, well, <laughs> well this, is, this is what you should do is that, um, you know, you obviously still have this beautiful life that you have to live, yeah. right? So I, you know, when you're starting to track your expenses, and by the way, it takes several months to get the hang of a good budget. I okay. feel like Kyle and I took a solid six months to really feel like we knew what we were doing. Okay. So have grace on That's yourself nice. those first few months. But when you're planning your grocery budget, let's say you happen to realize that, whoa, I'm spending $700. Hey, if, if that's what it is, no judgment at all because some people's grocery bill is actually $700. Mm-hmm. You're not going to just say, Jesse, we're doing 300 bucks for groceries this month. Right. That doesn't make any sense. You know, you're setting yourself up for failure is what's happening. This is how I do that. I, do, I have like these broad strokes. I'm like shooting fish in a barrel. Like, I'm going to eat oatmeal and the food budget is this. Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, perfect. Okay, so I'll just tell you how to do it all wrong. This is great. No. <laughs> well, I, and I think a lot of it is trying to 
trial and error, you know? Just simply starting out by creating a plan that you will actually follow is the first step. tracking then too then. So Mm -hmm. you said you took six months to kind of establish what do we spend at the grocery store? So... so we started, we went all in. We we created the budget right away. Okay, so, you made it. You made the construct first. Yes. Took six months to refine it. Yes, that's exactly. Okay. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Okay. That's exactly what happened. So so here are some examples of your categories. So you would have like um, transportation, which would include things like your car, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a car payment or your registration, your insurance. And things that were revolutionary to us in doing this was like, you have these big yearly expenses. Yep. For example, under your, you know, housing yep. budget category, you would, pro- you would, if you own a home, you would have property taxes. Mm-hmm. Well, that can be a real big bummer to Doozy. pay. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you pay it that twice a year, yep. however you, you know. So what we do is we divide it throughout the year. Yep. And we, we budget for it in bite-sized pieces. And that makes it so much more manageable yeah. instead Gosh, yeah. of shelling out, you yeah. know, a lot, lot of money. money. Yeah. As we know, in Southern California, it's very yeah. expensive. You're paying a premium. But the thing is, when you take these big yearly bills and break it up into monthly payment, yep. you know, it's so much doable. It's like so uh, much easier. It's what's interesting too is I feel like that just makes the rest of the monthly budget actually more realistic because yes. if I'm not seeing that factored in throughout the year, right. then I'm not even per, uh, yeah, I yeah, I'm wow. So mm-hmm. another example of this is Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> we know Christmas is coming all year totally. long, yeah. right? Yeah. And so what this was revolutionary for us. We started budgeting the same amount every month up until December. Yep. And what's exciting about that is when it comes time to December, I'm not stressed out. Yep. I'm not whipping out my credit card. I have I I am so happy and joyful to use the money to give to friends and family or whatever. Yep. And it just it the season is different. Yeah. You know. It's in, I'm watching you talking about it, and it's different because you were talking about it from abundance, like you, like in generosity, like you're excited to be able to give this or do this or do that. And it's not the scarcity of like, oh my gosh, we're on a budget. This is what that looks like. So it really, it's, yeah, this it's is neat. So, it's so wonderful. So, so once you start plugging in your numbers mm-hmm. for all your different budget categories, the next step, you know, the next six months or however long it takes is refining. You know, let's say Elise that, um, let's say under your food category, you notice that you're dining out quite a bit. Or let's say that you spend quite a bit of money on coffee or wine or whatever. Well, you notice that you can create your own alcohol budget, you know, just for an example. (laughs) So that way it gets specific. You can track it very carefully. And we've we've done this even for ourselves. My husband loves to have a beer, but it is, you know, another expense. So I feel like the refining and the constant uh, keeping in tabs with your monthly budget meeting really helps you to be on track with your goals. So you meet once a month for that? Once a month at the end of the month. The children know. We're having our budget meeting. Yep. You guys can do what you yeah. need to do. Mama and dad are going to be right here yep. with our computers up. Yep. So he has that's his computer That's a neat model though too. I like, I like that. So that's not just one person who's kind of in charge of it. And no. Yeah, you're also modeling that for the kids. And monthly feels more approachable. At first I'm thinking this is weekly and I'm already feeling stressed. No. No, too much. <laughs> well, it, oh yeah, there's no way we could do that weekly, but... I think one of the goals, besides establishing your rainy day fund, yep. because emergencies will happen, um, I would say, you know, Dave Ramsey recommends to $1,000. I think that's a great start mm-hmm. for a rainy day fund. But something else that you want to have as one of your short-term goals is to stop living for people paycheck to paycheck. Okay, so Be- talk through that. 
Okay, so what you can do is when you establish your uh, your budget, mm-hmm. you can perhaps put a category, budget for a category called uh, your month buffer. Okay. So what you will do is you will save uh, the amount of your expenses, your household expenses for one month, and you can put that into your monthly buffer. So this way, at the end of January, you and Jesse will add up all the money that you've made and you will budget that money for the month of February. So you are no longer living in, you know, oh, I, interesting. I, you know, okay, no okay, longer okay. Mm-hmm. living like from paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And you, I, I'm sure you guys have your systems in place, but I'm just we saying. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're here. Surprise. <laughs> well, I mean, girl, let no, me tell you, like it took us a long, yeah. it was a long, hard journey. Yeah. And I can say though, that it's, it's just so worth it. So getting off of that cycle yeah. is so freeing. Gosh, it feels it feels great because you're not you're not stressed, you're not living in survival mode. You've got your rainy day yes. funds established because the rainy days come. Yeah, they do. It's just a matter of if, if it's going to be a crisis right. or like a little bump yeah, yeah. on the road. That is interesting. Okay, so what about now that you've told people and you were even on you were on a TV show recently? I was. <laughs> so I was on Good Morning America. Go that on. Was a complete Come run. on. Okay. <laughs> They called me on a Friday and they left this message saying, you know, are you free? Um, or no, we're, we're casting, we're going to do this thing and we're, we want you for our on-air segment for debt. So I called her back. I'm like, this sounds amazing. She's like, so what's your schedule like next week? And then they called a day earlier before we're supposed to shoot saying, we actually need to shoot it today. Oh my gosh. And I was like, you know what? I will make it happen. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Good morning, America. Amazing. that was really awesome. It was a great experience. So now people know, people know and they're, and they're, what's the response? Are people, what's their, what do they do when they hear about what your journey you've been on? A lot of people I feel like are very supportive and encouraged and it's really neat. Like even at work, I feel like. I have a sense of hope, it feels like, because I know that this is such a common thing. We all it struggle is. with with debt and wanting more and and purchasing things that we don't we can't afford. But I I just I when people respond to that, I just feel like they feel encouraged. Mm. And that's that just makes my mm-hmm, heart so happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cuz they can do it. Anyone yep. can do it. Yep. What about family? What was it like for... Because I feel like people usually like on Instagram and it's whatever. But when you think about like your family looking at it, what was it like for them to know that this is the debt that was there? This is what the approach was? You know, I it's strange because sometimes I feel like when your close family and friends know, that's almost when it's the most vulnerable to me sometimes. Yes. Almost compared with strangers but, who don't yeah, know me. Yes. It's a weird No, no, no you're right. You're I don't correct. know. Yeah. So... It felt strange. Mm-hmm. They were very supportive, okay. and they have been. I think it's more more me than anything. In fact, the night before that aired on Good Morning America, I didn't sleep a wink. Yeah. Because I was so... I was like, this is it. Our story is going to be out there. I felt very vulnerable. Yeah. I was worried about how it was going to look. Because yeah. I didn't want people to think like it was this easy, breezy journey. And, totally. And yeah, they... they uh, you know, they're a nurse and fireman and easy for them to say, yeah. well, no, girl, this was the hardest thing yep. I have done in my life. Right. And you did it. That's the difference. Like, it's not like, like we call that like the cheap seats, right? Someone's in the cheap seats, try to like throw some opinions at you. Right. But it's like, you said 50 to 100 hour weeks. Like, that's not easy street. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, I, I was telling someone like how I became the yes girl at work. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I will come in early. Yes, I will stay late. Yes, I will work 16 hour shifts. Mm. Yes, I will have, you know, 
six hours of sleep between each shift and work multiple 16 hour shifts a week. You know, I felt like anything I could do at the time to get closer to my goal, I did it. But I do want to say, if you're listening and you have children, here's the thing. We are on a different debt-free journey now. Right. We, we have, we have since purchased our, um, our dream home that we renovated. And now that we have kids, our journey is different. It's not at this high intensity sprint that it was before. Okay, that's helpful to hear. And that's okay. Yeah. Because the, the point, the biggest thing with your budget is it has to be sustainable. Mm. If you don't create a budget that's sustainable, Preach. don't even bother. <laughs> don't do it because you're going to give up because yeah. you're thinking, oh, you know, I can't have a grocery bill of $200. Yeah. What's the yeah. point? Let's just throw in the yeah. towel. No, it's got to be sustainable. So even small steps is a step in the direction that you want to take. Yeah. Lord, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm dying inside because literally, like, I've said this exact same thing, but for other types of change, like, it has to be sustainable yes. or it's never, ever going to take. So right? there's no point. So don't even. Yes, like, don't, don't even like, bother. don't. Like, you're right. just going to injure yourself. You're going to have a bad experience. You're going to say, oh, I, I'm never going to budget or I'm, I'm never going to do this then because whatever. Yes. But that's, if we set impossible goals for ourselves, we will never come back. Right. You won't. You'll just get yeah. discouraged yeah. and frustrated with yourself. Yeah. So what's the point? So, yeah. No. And I, I love that people, I want people to know that, you know, your journey and my journey right. are going to look different. Yep. It's all going to be totally subjective yep. to everyone's different life situation. So I think one of the most important things that you can do too, is when you're doing this, stay in your lane. Mm. Don't look around. Okay. Don't look at what the Joneses are buying, yeah. where yeah. they're going on vacation, yeah. what cars they bought yeah. or how fast they're paying off their debt yeah. or whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. They're not you. They're not in your right. life. They don't know what you're going through. Only you do. Yeah. You know what's best for your family. Yeah. That's good. Because that's like, that's the whole comparison thing for anything. And that's why like, I'm mm-hmm. hearing you talking about money, but I'm hearing you talk about life as well, of where that, what would that serve anyone? Right. To continually look from a place of lack. Exactly. Um, and that, that was a big thing that we learned too, was that, you know, if we couldn't even be happy and content when we were like, paying off the debt and in this really hard season and we had a transition from looking around and being thankful for what we have yeah you know um you know from a place of wanting more and wanting things that we couldn't afford yep because it doesn't matter how much you make if you're not happy with what you have, that's yep. not going to change if you get this crazy bonus. Yeah. That's when I was reading through your stuff. That was something that stuck out to me the most was um the idea of happiness and how that's connected to money oh, and yeah. how we, so like how I like tie that into some of the work that I do is I see the same paradigm mm-hmm. just show up just in relationship to money. Mm. So if in general, uh-huh. I tend to feel like I'm always behind, ah, if okay. in general, my story right tells me that right. it doesn't matter how hard you work, at least it'll never be enough. Yeah. Well, and that's going to apply to money too. Right. right? That makes perfect yeah. sense. So it's like the same loop. It's just applied to money or it's going to be applied to diet or it's going to be applied to that friendship. Whatever. It's going to be applied so to it all. It's like the same thing. It is. In yes. your life. Yes. Just it's different patterning. subject. Yes. yes. Oh, See? my. I, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. That makes like, so much sense. That's like why like, I was like listening to you and watching you. I'm like, you're the transformation. Like you we're going to call it money. Like it was where it started. That was the name. Mm-hmm. And now it's, there's been like this evolution of like, oh, well, I can just put my mind to it and I can do that. Like, you know, yes. that through hard work or what? the goal, the plan, the purpose, Mm -hmm. that you're just going to just do it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why, you know, now our, even though our our current goal of paying off our mortgage is definitely not at the sprint that we went before, um, that's okay because we know we're still going to get it done. See, that's freedom though. It is. Right? 
Yes. Right? It is. And I think that that's like, so the flexibility in there mm-hmm. of like, oh, well, we used to run at that rate and now we run at this rate. Yes. That's abundance. That's the abundance mindset. And I think that we have it twisted a little bit in mm-hmm. our society that we think that like scarcity is I like, hold on to everything and abundance is like make it rain. Yes. And I, do, I don't think that that's correct. Mm-hmm. I think that abundance is like, is the freedom to still hold on to something. You don't have to spend it all. Uh-huh. So abundance is I, I can choose whether or not I'm going to do this. Right. And I can be flexible. Right. Because I'm in abundance and I have choice. I love like, that. It's true. Yes, it is. Yeah. And you know, that, that reminds me of, um, I, I was telling you, there, there's this book called Atomic Habits mm-hmm. by James Clear. And he says, he has the most profound quote. And he says, real wealth is freedom. And it's mm. true. It is so true. Because yep. it's not about the That's money. Right. It becomes less right. about the money and right. more about the freedom of time. Right. right. Because... Time is money, and if right. you have all this debt and you're spending spending all your time paying off this debt, then what do you have left? You know, all oh, your time's just, tied up. Yeah, no, it feels like slavery. You right. know what I mean? Like that's like, it's, it's yeah, it's depressing. It is. I think it it's because if and I hear people use the phrase like it's a necessary evil. Like we have to have it, and mm-hmm. there is a there is a currency to it obviously mm-hmm. we use it to yes. to to buy to purchase to whatever right. but like i i don't know if it's what else we attribute to it that we there's a it feels like we demonize money i know yeah. <laughs> i do hear that and yeah. i feel like now i feel i i don't feel like that at all about mm-hmm. money i think that it's great i think that it can be used as a tool to help you mm-hmm. get to mm-hmm. where you need to go yep. you know like it, at my job yeah i I, I had picked up another job as a nurse when mm-hmm. we were paying off this debt, when I was working all these hours. But I was thankful that I had the opportunity yeah. to work and yeah. to make that choice and to make the money because I feel like in this case, it helped us achieve our goals. You know, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. see it as an evil. That's it. Yeah. I think what the, the shift is, is it feels very subjective to begin with. Like there's a motion tied in it's so, right? 100%. So damn personal. Yes. And then now when you said like it's a tool, it's like that, that became objective. Like it's like, it doesn't have power over you. It's like, right. it's just paper or it's this, yes. it's just whatever. Exactly. It, so there's a shift there. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that, but yes, I, I do just see it as a tool, you know, to get me from point A to point B. Um, I like this, Lauren. This is, it's helpful for me to like to think about it too, to run it through my own, like one, my own experience with money mm-hmm. and then even my experience and how it parallels to some of the own, my own work and, and core beliefs and mindset and how we bring all of our stuff to the party every time, you oh, know, whether we like it or not. Completely. Um, what, what's the most uncomfortable conversation like you've had around money? Oh, like I have a one. few, I have several, okay. but I can, I'll tell you one of them was when I was, um, you know, with a group of friends and I think one of them was having a baby or having a wedding shower or something. And we were all going in on a big present, Uh which is totally fine. And, you know, even at the time I was like, yes, I want to get this present for my friend. I'm all about that. However, it's like in the beginning of the month, I haven't budgeted for it. Yep. And I, I said, yes, I'm all about that. I will, you know, send you the money next month. Yep. That was an uncomfortable conversation to have. To have a boundary. Yes. Yeah. Because um, where everyone else is like, yes, okay, I'll send you the money right now. Well, that was outside of my budget. And yeah. at that time, I was we were very focused. And I had promised my husband that I was going to be accountable to this thing. Yep. And so that was a really uncomfortable conversation yep. to have. Because yep. it, it was just outside of the norm of our normal relationship. Whereas before, I would have been like, sure, no problem. I'll send you the money right now. Easy peasy. 
But even something as simple as that, a lot of people say, you know, having the conversation with friends, like, I don't want to go to this place because it's out of my budget. Yep. That can be a very uncomfortable yep. conversation to have as well. It, what's interesting, though, is it's it, the uncomfortability there is it's uncomfortable for them because their own story comes forward, right? Right. Right. So right. it's like, technically, if I was okay with my own story, uh-huh. I was okay with how I spent money. If you said, hey, Elise, like, I'm just going to get a drink tonight instead of a meal because it's outside of my budget. That should be okay. Right. But if all of a sudden I start to bring in my own stuff of yes. like, well, what does it mean about my budget? What does that mean? Should I do this? Blah, blah, blah. Right? Totally. And I, yeah. then we start taking care of the other person's stuff. Uh-huh. And then it feels really strange. Oh, God, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Creates this yeah. big, awkward, yeah. you know, situation. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I just feel like now my friends know. You yeah. Know, they, they, yeah, of course. We've, of course. Yeah. We've talked about yeah. it. Now yeah. I've established kind of, I've laid the foundation, but also though now it's not, it's no longer an issue at all, really. Well, there's know? no, I hear you talking about that any shame. And I think that's what's so surprising is money tends to be so shameful. Mm-hmm. I, I think on every part, like people, I've seen like exceptionally wealthy people have a weird tie to money. Oh, yeah. And people that are in extreme poverty that have like a weird obsession. Like, you know, like there's like it's. Mm-hmm. Well, because it even big spenders. Yeah. Will will feel even people that make a lot of income yep. will say I don't I don't make enough because their yep. money is all tied up to all these things that they can't technically afford. So I think that when you when you get to that place of of you know being content with what with what you have and then not really wanting so much more, things start to change. Yep. You know. Yep. So then maybe like for people listening, like I would I want. I want people to be affected. Like, I think that that's kind of was the inspiration for some of this taboo series is what bothers people mm-hmm. about these conversations. Like when people hear someone talking about money, mm-hmm. um, could they hold that in a more objective way rather than having someone else's life be about you? Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, and I, I think that a big key to that is if you um, if you're talking about this taboo topic of money. And then, you know, someone brings up in a conversation and then it makes you reflect Mm -hmm. on the fact that you have no plan. You have no purpose for your money. Yeah, it makes you feel strange. But once when you even get on your plan and just establish it, you feel in control instead of Mm. just at the mercy and whim of of whatever you wanted to buy that day or of your past debts. And here's the thing, Mm. you know, we have to learn how to forgive ourselves for what we've done and move on. There is no shame in that. You know, we were in a lot of debt. And that's just what happened. Yeah. And I can talk about it now because yeah. it's no it's no big deal. We but I think the most important part is, you know, acknowledging it and moving on. Cool, Get that yeah. plan in place. Yeah. You know, because yeah. then you'll feel so much better. Yep. That's so funny because I mean it's yes and yes to this is a construct for a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. That, I would say that to like any like thing that's felt like, man, I really blew it. Okay. Acknowledge it. Yes. Forgive yourself. Right. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> right. It's like it's like we can't yes. go back. Right. But we can do better now. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You can yeah. start at any time. At you any choose. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is and this is kind of why I love these like um, these topics because it, it exposes it does. what's within. Yeah. And when we can't see it, then there's nothing we can do. If we can't see what's in there, then we're out of victim to those whims. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about things that pull that story out, that old story, it's uh-huh. like, well, now we see it. And now there's a responsibility to what we see. Right. And if I see that I have these ties or these beliefs or this like th- this whatever murky thing, mm-hmm. this murky relationship. 
then I need to decide what I'm going to do about it because I see it now. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I think I had in those two weeks when I was deciding if I was going to go on a budget and go on this journey with my husband, I was reflecting on a lot of that because, you know, all these memories come up. Oh, God, yeah. Of, of just, yeah. you know, how you grew up thinking about money. And, and don't get me wrong, I always felt very thankful for what I had. But I... Before Kyle proposed this idea to me, I never even imagined what life could be like. Yeah. I never even bothered. Mm. You know? So. You're right. You're right. You don't even, why, I mean, why would you even go there if you don't feel like you can? If, mm-hmm. it, if you feel like it's so out mm-hmm. of your reach. Mm-hmm. But, um, but even, so, so with, with a budget, like once you have your budget in place, after you've, you know, started to refine it, then you have the clarity to see what you're spending a lot of money on, what you can cut, where you can start to divert money to pay off those debts. But until you have that written plan, how can you know? Right. You know? Yep. I think sometimes there is like a a pattern of powerlessness where it's like, and it's just safer to stay in powerlessness. Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing I can do. This is it. Right. Right. And, And I think that some people will stay in that category. I, I, I've seen it. Yeah. Right. I see it in healthcare. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes, exactly. I see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, this is just what it is. Right. Yeah. Or yeah, there's just no, um, like no will. Just no, they don't want to try. And that's so hard and frustrating. Big old trucks. (laughs) 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 Um, but I, I do feel like, you know, uh, when when you've like figured out where you can cut, what you can add, and then it's about well, what, now what fits into our lifestyle. Yeah. Does yep. it mean picking up another job or just simply decreasing our our expenses yep. so we can get this goal done? I, there is there yeah it does. In general, there definitely feels like a lightness, more of a lightness about it than like feeling like this pressured sense of or obsession or mm-hmm. fixation. Right. So. Especially when you have, like, the monthly meetings. I feel like it gives you enough time to go through your month, you know, see what's worked. You, when you come together, you see what has worked, what hasn't. You reflect on it. And also, moving forward, when you budget the next month, you have your calendar up. And you're looking. Oh, well, right. we have three birthday birthdays. Yeah, 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 to, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, We've got, yeah, all the stuff. A bunch yeah. of potlucks that we're going to yeah. be going yeah. to. We've got this, this, and this. Because <laughs> I feel lucks, like, yeah. oh, yeah, they add yeah. up, right? I know, they do, they <laughs> but do. They're I so love fun. it. so real. That's so funny. But I feel like if yeah. you're not planning with your life, yeah. it's going to be hard to be successful with it. Yep. you got to look at the calendar, I feel like, when you're doing it. And you have to, along the way, when you're, you know, achieving the school, you have to celebrate every small win. I like that. I love celebration. <laughs> I'll tell you what my husband and yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So along the way, at the end of every single month, we took a picture. We have this great big visual aid mm. of this debt-free tracker. We put it in our room. Okay. It was the first thing we saw when we woke up and the last thing we saw before we went to bed. And what would happen is at the end of every month after our budget meeting, we would take a picture with it. Cool. And we would, you know, have the month it was. Yep. And how, what our progress was with our, with our tracker, even if we didn't make progress, we still took a picture. Yep. And at the end of it all, I made it into a book for him. Mm. <laughs> the visual is helpful. And the, when you see that, like, it helps remind you, like, this is what I'm going for. This is the point. Yeah. Well, and that's neat. That's you a good see the progress trip. that you've yeah. made every yeah. day. Yeah. And you remember, like, you know, we may not be, you know, very far, but we have come some way. Yes. You know, we're doing yeah, it. we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Okay, so wrapping up, tell me where, again, direct, where can people, if they're like, okay, I just need to talk to this person, um, spell out your Instagram handle. Yes, okay, so it's 
Casa Mochi. It's C-A-S-A-M-O-C-H-I. And I've been trying to, you know, do helpful stories, just Mm -hmm. basic tips where people can feel like they're learning something a yep. little bit about money every day. Yep. But also my blog, you spell it the same, but it's .com. Yep. Yeah. I think that's, I, I hope people, I, if you're listening, please do. It's, there's something like when I was, I, I knew Lauren as a person beforehand. And then I saw your Instagram and was like, what? <laughs> because it's, you don't live out of, um, you're not miserly and you're not and you don't live in scarcity and so I wouldn't have ever known and so to see that I was like dude like you're doing it you're but you're doing it in like this light abundant freedom and it's very practical what's on your Instagram and in your blog I'm like oh I could do that and I think if we can think that then we actually start moving towards change right Right. exactly okay practical steps yeah yes yeah so I will be in your boot camp things are gonna be great (laughs) (laughs) um Jesse if you're listening (laughs) You're my partner. We're going to do the boot camp. Um, no, I think it's it's something we've, we've talked about. We've, we wanted something that wasn't, oh, that wasn't something that's realistic. And when we see people that we know that are doing it, it helps. It really does help when you see someone you know, you know who's doing it. If they can mm-hmm. do it, we can do well, why it. Why don't we try? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So good. Girl, you got this. Thank you, Lauren. Oh, thank you so mm-hmm. much. I'm so excited. I thank know, you. So good. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. (laughs) Thanks for listening. To connect with me, suggest a topic for the show, or ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered, Email me at elise at trailercast.com, E-L-Y-S-E at trailercast.com. You can also see more on the TrailerCast website or follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, where you can watch the renovation of my vintage mobile office and see more from behind the scenes. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.